Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that will show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rich Perry here, and I'm joined by my favorite Texan, Lawrence Pipkin. Lawrence, how are we doing today? Doing wonderful, Rich. Good to hear your voices always, as always. (laughs) Yes, yes. And we've got an exciting show planned for everybody today. And not only, Lawrence, this is what I am excited about. So not only are we going to learn about our uh, featured guest and our co-author, but we're actually going to get to do something really cool for the listeners out there. So if you're interested in not only uh, gaining some cool insights, but learning how to use some strategies and techniques in your daily life, uh, we've got a really great show planned for you. And Lawrence, do you have anything else before we welcome our guest? No, that sounds great, Rich. I'm ready to get started. Let's do it. So our featured guest today is Diana Allen. Now, Diana is calling in from France. Um, She's in book eight, and her chapter is Be Your Own Healer. Diana has been a shaman, a musician, and artist for the last 28 years. During this period, she has pioneered the synthesis of traditional and other compatible healing modalities. In 1994, she left Canada to begin a transformational journey and has lived at many sacred sites over the years, studying and teaching in 25 countries on six different continents. Diana teaches and coaches people who seek to experience their lives with greater purpose, vision, joy, and gratitude. And we're blessed to have Diana Allen on the Change Book Radio Show today. Diana, how are you doing from France today? I am absolutely wonderful. And I thank you very much, both of you, for having me on your show. And anybody who would like to experience the south of France, this is where I live. And it is wonderful, magical place. Wow. I'm just curious, before we get into the show, you've lived in 25 different countries, or you've at least taught in 25 different countries on Mm -hmm. six continents. How many languages do you speak? I'm just curious. (laughs) Oh, well, I speak uh, English most of the time. Uh 
and <laughs> French. And then I lived in Mexico. I lived in San Miguel de Allende for 14 months. So I do restaurant Spanish. Uh-huh. And I do a smattering, just the pleasantries in quite a few other languages that certainly not fluent. I have a daughter who speaks five languages. That's quite a bit to me. Nice. Well, I'm excited to hear what you've got to say. You had a fantastic chapter, Be Your Own Healer, in book eight. And because I know that a lot of the things that you talk about, they're right up Lawrence's alley. I'm just going to hand the ball to Lawrence and let him take it away in the beginning of this interview. Lawrence? All righty. Well, hi, Diana. Very nice to speak with you today. Hi, Lawrence. Uh, a couple of things. I think one thing that I've noticed uh, as Rich and I have been hosting this this radio program is that while the words that we use and the speak uh, might not be the same as everyone else, it follows down the same path. And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the most interesting things is that while I was reading your chapter, I was like, oh, well, I do something sort of like that, or, oh, wow, I've done something sort of like that, or, oh, I remember somebody who did something, they just had a different name for it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the wonderful thing about this whole change is it opens up uh, people's ability to see that the things that they think and the things that they do are all part of the bigger picture. And so uh, thank you very much for including your chapter. And I want to just jump right in because not everybody has the same uh, understanding of certain things. I want you to explain DNA clearing for us and give us an idea of what caused you to really get in that direction and, and the biggest push for you in DNA clearing that you see helps people on a daily basis and helps you on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Does that Definitely. make sense? Definitely. I do my own work all the time. And that is my intention, to provide tools for people so that they can learn to be their own healer and and not to have to go outside of themselves to find out what their body is really telling them. Our bodies are so amazing, and we have this innate wisdom that we can tap into when we begin to ask the right questions. And the body to get our attention, symptomizes. So, for instance, many years ago, I was very unhappy in my marriage and my youngest child had just been born and I had acute erosive gastritis, which is a lot to do with dread and feeling unhappy and just not good. And it's not good. And at that time, I was totally unconscious of what anything that was really going on in my life. I had been adopted when I was a baby, and my adoptive mother was actually physically abusive. So I spent the first 12, 13 years of my life pretty much not here. I still don't know really where I was. And trauma and abuse will trigger a person to disassociate, to keep themselves safe. So I've worked with lots of people with those kind of issues. And now I can gladly say, with all the work that I've done for the last 20, almost 29 years now, that basically I'm here until I decide that 
I will just meditate or go out or do something, but I am here. I'm really in my life. And that's my intention in doing this work is to assist other people in feeling that freedom, the freedom within their mental, emotional, physical, intuitive, and spiritual bodies. And so when you do the inquiry of what is, say, it's pain, what is this pain showing me, what is the message, then to do the clearing from the DNA, from the cellular memory, and also you can go back generational. A lot of us have generational pain that we're carrying. I know that in uh, both Rich and I do NLP, and mm-hmm. we actually uh, call it timeline therapy. Uh, yeah. It's very similar. And when getting at, and, and I love I love your analogy when you're saying, you know, it taps you, you know, your body is it's trying to get your attention. And yeah. I started laughing because I used the same example with people. I'm like, you know, your body's telling you you need to slow down. So, you know, it, it kind of knocks on your shoulder a little bit and then you don't pay attention and then it hits a little harder. You don't pay attention. It hits a little harder. You don't pay attention. It gives you a heart attack. And it says, now do I have your attention? <laughs> exactly. And, and so what do you find that is, difficult for people. I know that you're saying that we have multiple bodies, spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, intuitive bodies. What do you believe is, I guess, the most challenging for people to accept as part of who they are now as far as those multiple bodies? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the mental body because we are so programmed. There are so many people who are really, they're walking around in a daze and they zone out in front of a TV and they're not engaged in their lives. So my intention, as I said, was to assist people in finding that joie de vivre, that whatever they feel that they've been missing, whether it is what is my purpose or how how do I get along better with my husband, what is that showing me? Or what about my health? I have pain in my knees. What are my knees wanting to tell me? Isn't it interesting that when people are looking for something that's missing, it's because they're missing something within themselves that they're not paying attention to? Yeah. And And, I didn't wake up. Go ahead. I didn't wake up until 1987 when I went to a program and it was as if I was hit over the head with a frying pan. And so either the feathers, there have been many little wisps of wind that I totally ignored, and then I got this very abrupt wake-up call. It was like, whoa, I will wake up, and now. And so then I just did this warp speed study and transformation and began to teach and I was a background person I was hiding out for most of my life I'm not a background person so well what do you say uh, to people that uh, what do you say to people that they're like well you know what Diana I've, I've been this way for 30 years or 40 years it's just too late for me um, I, I'm too old to change this type of thing. What do you say to people like that? 
Well, everybody because has I'm sure a that's choice. never happened. <laughs> <laughs> everybody has a choice, and they can decide that if they're too old, well, then that's their decision. And I'm not here to fix anybody, change anybody's mind. I am offering people a solution. If they see that, feel that, then they will come and work with me. Lots of times people don't even see me. I had one client who I actually removed a psychic arrow out of his back years ago, and he had gone to everybody. He had gone to physiotherapists and he said, uh, and massage therapists, and he said every time he moved his shoulder, he could feel in the muscle that there was something there. And so I said to him, well, my opinion, you've got an arrow in your back. Would you like me to take it out? And he said, yes. And so that's what I did, and he never had that pain again. So psychic surgery is one of the woo-woo kind of things that, I, that I'm able to do. And so then he said to me one time, some people might think that you're just this little lady with silver hair, and I know better. <laughs> isn't that awesome? Yeah. And isn't that what you're trying to teach them, that they are just as awesome? Exactly. Exactly. That is the point for everybody to bring that power back within themselves and for them to share their gifts with the world. And the the work with the DNA, the clearing actually facilitates that at warp speed because I happen to like results and I like fast results. And so I have witnessed so many miracles with people who had chronic diseases that they had done everything with everybody else and they were still searching. And I also think it's really important that we all have mentors. I have mentors. I'm sure the two of you have somebody that you look up to. And Jim Lutz and Jim Britt are amazing mentors for us in this change series. So not only have we written a chapter in a book, we are also a part of an amazing community. How how great is that? It's it's really amazing. And it's it's funny because every week it's and and I'm just selfish I guess this way, but every week Hello? and that's just the most oh. wonderful feeling. Yeah. Oh well, I'm going to let Rich jump in so that I don't hog people your entire time. I'm sure he has some stuff uh, to talk about. So, Rich, do you want to jump in with Diana? Yeah, I do, Diana. I do. Um, Diana, did you hear the last statement that Lawrence said? I know it blanked out on my end, and I, I kind of wanted no, it, to. No, it, it cut out a little bit. So, could you please okay. repeat it? Lawrence, the. Oh, I would just. I'll, I'll be brief. <laughs> All I was saying was, you know, the wonderful thing about. Uh, this whole radio program is I'm a little selfish, but every time I, we speak to somebody, their chapter seems to be speaking directly to me. And I know that that's probably the same for everyone. And it's just such a joy to be able to listen to the background of what it is that you've written. 
or another co-author has written. And it gives us the ability to kind of look behind the curtain a little bit and see that as wonderful as all these co-authors are, we can be that wonderful as well. And so I just wanted to thank you for that and then turn it over to Rich. Great. Thank you, Lawrence, for uh, throwing that back out there for the listeners um, because I knew you were going to say something good and that static came in. And uh, the thing that I want to (laughs) say, the thing that I want to say, Diana, is I would say my first introduction, aside from just reading books and things like that, I would say my first physical introduction to energy work and self-healing would be, I want to say I had just graduated college. I was working at Barnes and Noble at the time and I happened to find a book on Reiki and I ended up finding a practitioner and, uh, you know, I went through a Reiki attunement and that was when I really started to meet people in the energy field uh, and just exchanging ideas and things like that. And one of my most favorite books is by, it, it doesn't have to do with Reiki, but it has to do with what you're talking about, is the book, The Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton. And he talks about, you know, the, uh, the information that's stored in your DNA. And that's also a lot of the information that uh, Deepak Chopra talks about in a lot of his books. And I just find it fascinating with the work that you're doing and just hearing about the results as you're teaching people to listen to their body and also to have that two-way dialogue for self-healing. And so, I mean, first of all, I want to commend you for the work that you're doing. And I mean, what are some of the things that you're seeing? Do you see a change in mindset and mentality that more people are being receptive to um, this branch of study? Or is this something that we've lost over the years and it's something that is necessary to get back as far as a wide, uh, like around the world? Does that make sense? Yes, yes. I think more people are waking up and they're really leaning a lot more, a lot more people who are willing to look inward. We have been so conditioned to look outward for all our answers. If you have a pain in your body, you have a sore knee, you go to the doctor, he'll give you an anti-inflammatory or tell you to take pain killers. Well, pain killers suppress the brain. Diana? Real quick, I don't want to interrupt you. Um, I think we're 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 not hearing you as well as we should. Oh, is this better? That's much better. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, I was saying that if you have a pain in your knee and you go to the doctor, he will prescribe an anti-inflammatory or a some kind of pain medication, and then the energy that your body has been very diligent diligently attempting to get your attention is suppressed back down into your cellular memory and Mm -hmm. then it stays there and then the messages get stronger and stronger until you finally decide oh maybe i have or you don't some people have a car accident and they die in it 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, what I thought, rather than me blobbering on here, is that we could do a very short demonstration of this method. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have created a method that sure. integrates that integrates the all the trainings that I've had and working with clearing the cellular memory and then once that is done then we imprint in new information. So when I was deciding or thinking what I would present this evening I thought we could take a look at depression because I think everybody, well, this is a judgment on my part, I'll say, most people I know, have, including myself, have been depressed at some time in their lives. So what is depression really telling us? What is it telling you? And to do some self-inquiry and to have tools so that the next time you're feeling that way, can you catch yourself? When you begin to shut down, that's what depression is. It's a shutting down, a suppressing of your energy system. So when you begin to feel this fear, and which could put you into a shock situation, and then you just sink lower and lower. So to have some tools to realize, number one, what is happening, and something to assist you in moving through it. I actually, I play the piano also. Many years ago in Hawaii, I was working with a group of mental health people. And I played some music on the piano. And then I polled the group to see how they felt afterwards. And the people who were depressed said their energy came up. And the people who were manic said their energy came down. And I went, oh, that's really cool. That's the same music. And so then the psychiatrist, he came on after me, and he was prescribing more more medication, not thinking, I guess, that music could have any therapeutic value. I digress. So depression is... Putting yourself into a position of denial, turning your anger inwards, feeling hopeless, perhaps guilty, escaping, and fear and shock. So what I would suggest, if anybody listening has a piece of any of that, and when we do the clearing, they can put that those words in that suit them. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And, oh, no, I was going to say, and maybe you can back me up on this one. It's It may be a little bit out of my field of experience, but it's something that I, I, I read and I do believe. I read this article on the Internet somewhere that in some areas and with some like uh, tribes and with especially tribal environments and people's cultures that have like shamans, which is, you know, what Mm -hmm. you are. um, Mm -hmm. If you go to the shaman and say, I'm depressed or Mm -hmm. I'm upset, 
they'll ask you things like, well, when was the last time you danced? When was the last time yeah. you sang? When was the last time, you know, you did something creative? And, and a series of questions like that, as opposed to, you know, prescribing medication like you're talking about or doing some yeah. modern type of uh, procedure instead of going back to our roots as people and working within ourselves to harness what our body's telling us. Yeah, I totally agree. And some other self-inquiry would be, what, what brings me pleasure? What mm-hmm. is my vision? Because people, when they go into a depression, usually they can't access that. What brings me pleasure? They go, nothing. I'm depressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so here's the method. And I'm going to repeat it. And then what I do is I sing. I actually bring through energy that is specific for the people that I'm working with. And when I am working with a person in person and with people over Skype or Zoom, usually what I feel is cold air leaving their bodies, and that is the cellular memory releasing the, the old memories, and it comes up as cold air. And then I tell my clients to pay attention to what is happening in their bodies because most people are tired after a session. Even just a very short little session like this will be. And if you are tired, then it's important you listen and you rest because the integration takes place in the resting state. Drink lots of water, salt water bath, and be very kind to yourself. And if any other pain happens to surface afterwards, to realize that that pain is, or some emotion that you have perhaps suppressed, that this is being released from your cellular memory. So you're not getting worse. You are actually releasing and healing. All right? Sounds good. I'm ready. Okay. All right, here's the method. I give myself permission, because we're speaking to the cellular memory, to release and bring to consciousness any and all times, and I'll just use right now, I have been depressed, held in my mental, emotional, physical, and intuitive bodies. I command, we're working with the conscious mind, and imagine with the subconscious mind, because as you NLP people know, I've also studied NLP a long time ago, that if you don't have the subconscious and the conscious working, you're not going very far. So I command and imagine the limiting energies of depression be released now from my cellular memory and transmuted into, and then I pick a color of light, so say golden light. And the reason for transmuting the energy into light, first of all, is because, for instance, say you're releasing anger, and I think I've been in many workshops where people just go, oh, I'm just going to release all this anger. Well, if it isn't directed, where does it go to? It goes into the collective. The collective has enough of that already. So we, other than sending it into the collective consciousness, unconsciousness, we send it to the light. All right, 
So, and then afterwards, we, so I sing, and then you see what happens. And then we imprint in some new information because we have released from the cellular memory, so you're going to imprint in some information that is far more empowering for you. All right. What I will do is I will just use the word depression. So, And then that can mean to whoever is listening, it could mean that they know that they've been in denial, they have turned their anger inwards, they have felt guilty, they have been escaping, and perhaps in fear and in shock. So if you too would like to do this, if you would repeat after me, I give myself permission. I give myself permission. permission. No, not yourself. Yourself. I thought I She wants us to say, I give myself permission. No, are you saying self or cells? Speaking self? directly to the cellular memory. Oh, oh okay. C-E-L-L-S. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. I'll start again. <laughs> we're we're a little slow, Diana. So yeah, it's kind of a remedial <laughs> well, kind of keep thing. Up, keep up. Keep <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. I give okay. myself okay. permission. I give myself permission to release and bring to consciousness. To release, to release and bring, bring to consciousness. consciousness. Any and all times. Any, Any and all. Time. Times I have felt depressed. I have felt, I have felt depressed. depressed. Held in my mental. Held in my, in my mental. Emotional. Emotional. Physical. Physical. And intuitive bodies. And intuitive, and intuitive bodies. bodies. I command and imagine. I command and imagine. I command and imagine. The limiting energies of depression. The limiting energies the of limiting depression. Energies of depression. Be released now. Be released now. Be released now. From my cellular memory. From my cellular, from my memory. cellular memory. And transmuted into. And transmuted into and transmuted into golden light. Golden light. Golden light. Now close your eyes and I am going to sing and you can see what what your response will be to this. Wait.
All right. What was your experience, Rich? I certainly feel a lot lighter. While you were singing, it was like I was, I want to say it felt like I was feeling both hot and cold at the same time as though um, the hot was coming in and the cold was exiting. Uh, Mm -hmm. I certainly felt color. Uh, And if that sounds odd to some of the listeners, it, it just felt like a lot of energy and it wasn't so much a seeing of the colors, but also just a feeling of them and the vibration uh, throughout your song, throughout the chant. And um, like I said, overall, I certainly feel lighter as opposed to five minutes ago. All right. Okay. Lawrence, how about you? I think most strikingly uh, for me, just right off the bat, it, it kind of shocked my system, and then I felt just vibration, and that vibrational kind of intensity kind of started in my heart, and I could hear my and feel my heart starting to beat faster. Mm. And as it, that vibration moved up into my throat, and then kind of washed across or up and out of me from my throat. Mm-hmm. It just brought a smile. It just brought a smile to my face. Um, I could, the vibrational quality of it was uh, the most um, experiential part for me. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily equate it to uh, any colors, but just that vibrational intensity and then the immediate relief that I felt in, in terms of it creating a smile on my face as, as it was pushing through me. All right. So great releasing. That's what it's all about, is releasing some of the old energy that is held at the cellular level. And then also, after people have worked with me for a while, I assist them in activating the rest of their DNA because our DNA was actually unplugged to, to uh, I guess, dumb us down. I don't know if I wanted to use that phrase, but that's the one that came out. <laughs> uh, are you channeling us right now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so that's the releasing part, and that can be done with just a multitude of different issues. And it's just my experience is that people have made such a difference in their lives. And now what we do is we imprint in some new information. And... I thought we could imprint in I am centered, aligned, and confident. Now, this this is done in a similar way. So if you repeat after me, I give myself permission. I give myself permission to open and receive. To open and receive. To open and receive. 
The new information. The new information. The new information. I am center. I am centered. I am center. Aligned. 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 And confident. And confident. And confident. Imprinted in every cell. Imprinted in every cell. Imprinted in every cell. Of my mental. Of my mental. Of my mental. Emotional. 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 Physical. 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 Intuitive. 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 And spiritual body. And spiritual body. Spiritual body. And imprinted with. And imprinted with. And imprinted with. Mother of pearl. Mother of pearl. Mother of pearl. White light. White light. White light. And then if you will say, and you can say this to yourself if you like, I am centered, aligned, and confident three times, and I will, I will sing for this imprinting. Oh, 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 What was that experience like? For me, for me, it was it was very warm. I it was similar to the other one in that I saw and felt the colors again, mm-hmm. uh, and it was filling as though the warmth was coming into my body and how do I want to say this? Mm, Like pouring a glass of, pouring a glass of water, just making me nice and full and replenished, uh, energized and, um, and nurtured. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Lawrence? I think for me, it was, again, just that vibrational intensity that just white, it just, everything else was whited out. It was Mm. just this intense vibration that I was feeling that was all-encompassing of my body. And it it wasn't a feeling of, of dread or anxiety or anything like that. That intensity was and, and I hesitate to say uplifting because it was more fulfilling than uplifting. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Even though 
when when you say vibration, sometimes it, it gets that feeling of, well, is it intense? Well, it's intense, but in a, it's intense in a way that just felt, I don't know, it felt really good. It felt like my bo- my whole body wanted to smile. And it wasn't that I was getting something new. It was more like I was recycling something. Mm-hmm. So that one vibration became the vibration of something else. So that, Wonderful. that was kind of my feeling. And this you have is a such lot a like you, Fred. <laughs> Pardon? That you have such a powerful voice. <laughs> well, it comes right through me. I don't have to think, which is a really good thing. And I started doing this kind of singing oh, 28 years ago when I had a group of women and I in a circle, and I said to them, all right, let's just sing without giving them any direction. And my First Nation, my Indian friend sitting next to me afterwards, she said to me, you know, the song you were singing, my Kate Yale, my grandmother used to sing that song to me. And I looked at her and I said, oh, as far as I know, it isn't any song. So now I've gone, as I've traveled around the world, I've sung for people and some people say they've heard them before and sometimes when I play the piano, they say they part of this, what I've played, they know that's for them and all of that. So the piano is the same thing. I just sit at the piano, close my eyes, and my hands move. That's really magical. That's amazing. I'm I'm curious. Did do you have native blood, or you said your yes. your friend? You do. I do. Oh, I do. Awesome. I have I have French blood actually that goes back to the 1500s, and then in Canada, uh, I have some. So one of my my French relatives married a native woman, so I have native blood from there. And then from, this is my birth family. And then on my grandmother's side, there's Cherokee. Okay. And then you ought to hear, you ought to hear me when I drum and sing, then you'll think the whole tribe's coming. Oh yeah. Well, I can only imagine. I'm, I'm I'm sure I never. I don't think I've ever said this on the radio. And since Diana, you and I really just started talking recently. Um, when I was younger in the Boy Scouts, I was part of a group called the Order of the Arrow, and um, we got to be friends, local people within the tribes. Uh, more specifically, uh, the Iroquois and the Lenny Lenape tribes here in the eastern region of America. And I had the mm-hmm. opportunity to sit around the drum, to dance within the uh, circle. And yeah. that was what your singing really reminded me of. And I knew I wanted to tell you that. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this method is a lot like defragging your computer. So we all have outmoded programs on our computer, computers, so we release them, and then we imprint in new programs. So same, same. Excellent. And I'm curious, so we've gotten to know you more. We've done an, uh, a great technique. Do you have any last... Uh, gems, any pearls to leave the people with before we conclude this this interview today? I would encourage people to 
to do this self-inquiry, to look inward, because that's where, and, and also make your connection to the divine so that you are connected to your innate energy and you're also connected to Mother Earth. So those connections and coming from the high heart, our world, most people come from the lower heart, which is the sympathy heart. Everybody is bleeding hearts for everybody else. And that keeps people in fear and in control. So to learn how to bring from your power center, the energies up into your high heart, where true compassion for yourself and for others lies. So, and I love my work. I just, this is what I'm here to do, and yes. Well, I, I awesome. think that's obvious that you love the work. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I would dare say it's more of a nature of genius, because I feel that you're able to grasp that knowable, even if somebody doesn't recognize that it's present. And yeah. I think that's a real gift to be able to give people. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I told you, Rich, that what I am offering is a gift for people for this evening. If mm-hmm. you would like to send me a text or a PM on Facebook, and I'm offering three people a half-hour clearing session. Excellent. And Mm -hmm. just so that people know, if you're not connected with Diana, then you would certainly have to be connected with her. So send her a friend request on Facebook. uh, Use her name, Diana Allen. And first three people, there you go. Right. And also, too, for those that are interested, make sure you go to Diana's website, which is Diana Allen Shamanic Healing dot com. Right? And there's a whole bunch of information. There's information about uh, Diana's workshops, uh, what she does, her services provided. She's got a few videos up there that you can watch. So if this is something that you're interested in and you want to have that clearing, then I would certainly recommend going to her website and connecting with her personally. So, Diana, do you have any last parting words before um, we conclude today? Or tonight for you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this tonight for me. Uh, I live in gratitude. And I live in a beautiful part of France. And my intention is, in the future, is to bring people here to stay in a chateau. I love chateaus. And come and do some work with me here. Excellent. Do you do, you do uh, regular workshops in France? Well, I haven't yet. Okay. I have just... I have just moved, two months ago, I moved to this totally dazzling apartment that has four marble fireplaces. It has 20-foot 
ceilings. It has all this just beautiful, beautiful, oh, it's gorgeous. And so that's one of the things I really like is because of the ceiling, I get this wonderful reverb for my voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rich, so, I see a trip to France in our very right. near future, so yeah, definitely. I'm up for that. <laughs> All right, Absolutely. so I thank both of you, both of you for doing this show and for being willing to offer the service and blessings that you are offering also. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> glad to get to talk to you personally, uh, do a little clearing, and just learn about your work. And, and your chapter was, was fascinating. So once again, thank you to Diana Allen for being on our show today. And if you're interested in reading her chapter, it is Be Your Own Healer in the Change Book, Volume 8. And I encourage you to go out there and also to go to her website, dianaallenshamanichealing.com. So, Diana, thank you so much for being on the show today. And we look forward to seeing or speaking with you soon. Okay. Thanks to both of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to have a quick 30-second break, and then Lawrence and I will be back for our show wrap-up. This is Angie Taylor from AttractingWellness.com. Are you wanting to make changes in your life and you don't know where to begin? Start by listening to the Change Book Series radio show where you'll hear from each of the amazing co-authors as they share inspiring tips that guide you to live a better life today. All right, and we're back. Lawrence, how are you feeling after that interview? Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. She, Diana has such an amazingly powerful voice that, mm-hmm. like I said, when I told her at once it was, it was shocking and then just encompassing. And I just, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was wonderful. Definitely. And you want to know when, when you were saying earlier before that, what did you say? You said you feel uh, greedy or spoiled or what was the word you used when you said you get to speak with all selfish that's right. You said you said you felt selfish because you get to learn from all the co-authors and really get an inside view of what they're saying. And so I don't feel selfish, but I feel like that little kid that after every show, I think, yeah, that's my favorite show. You know, <laughs> like the little kid that's like, this is my favorite. This is my favorite game to play. And then the next game is like, this is my favorite game to play. And then the next game, this is my favorite game to play. And that's what I feel like after each show. I'm like, yeah, this is the best show ever. And then like the next week comes on and we learn some more great things. And then I'm like, yeah, this was the best show ever. And I feel like that five-year-old kid that's always saying, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is my favorite, you know? 100%. 100%. So... That's great. I think uh, 
I, I think we definitely lucked out with getting the opportunity to uh, co-host the show because you get to ask all these cool questions and, you know, meet everybody. So we're not only reading the chapters and learning from them from a distance, but just getting to speak to everybody. You know, we've had, you know, co-authors from Hawaii, from Canada. We've talked to people from different parts of the country here in America. We've spoken with co-authors from the UK and France. And I mean, it's just, it's incredible the fact that uh, Jim Britt and Jim Lutz have put together this community of people that currently spans we're we're up to book 11 it spans 200 plus co-authors from around the globe and we're in what is it 22 different countries and i mean it's just getting started the change book series has only been around for maybe a year and a half and in a year and a half jim and jim have put out 11 books from uh, featuring 200 different co-authors from 20 some countries around the globe. And I mean, that's, that's just incredible. That's, it's a great accomplishment and it's really something to be proud of and really an opportunity to learn and be selfish in a good way as much as possible because, you know, we're learning from all these great people. I mean, that's just me. I mean, I'm crazy. So what do you, what do you feel Lawrence? Uh, I feel that you are crazy. I agree. <laughs> no, I think it's wonderful. And it's, you know, it's the opportunity for um, us to really be that greater collective and ask those questions that, that we know that we've heard from people that we communicate with on a daily basis to kind of peek behind the curtain and realize the wonderful nature of everybody that we have the ability to speak with. And, you know, like you were saying, every show is better than the last show and every show is our favorite show. And it's like every movie you go to see being the movie of the year. And <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think that's just the nature of creating a community or a collective of thought that on the one hand is informational, but on the other is a system for actually bringing that positive force together to actually enact change on a much greater level. And it's just that type of power that gives us these individuals that have such a deep dedication and motivation to help and to heal and to move all of us forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're new to the radio show or you've, listen to the radio show before, but you've never really taken action to find out more, then I would encourage you to go to the website, thechangebookseries.com. That's thechangebookseries.com, where you'll have the opportunity to learn more about Jim Lutz and Jim Britt. You'll have the opportunity to meet the co-authors and learn a little bit about the books and the co-authors and, you know, you'll get a chance to, well, get on the mailing list and find out what's happening with the community. And if you really want to take a proactive approach in getting to meet the co-authors 
personally, then I would encourage you to uh, join the public Facebook group, The Change Book. All you have to do is go up into your little browser up there on Facebook, look for the groups area, and just put in The Change Book. It's a free public group, and all the co-authors are in there, Jim Britt, Jim Lutz, they're all in there, and you'll have the chance to, you know, friend your favorite co-authors and uh, talk to them personally, find out about the workshops they're doing, what books they're putting out, what presentations, programs they have coming out. And you'll have the opportunity to, you know, talk to them one-on-one and really find out what's inside their head. And you can interview them just like we are, you know, and, and it's a great opportunity to learn as much as possible from all these experts from around the world. And I know that I'm blessed to be not only a part of the community, but also to be able to engage with these amazing people on a daily basis. And I'm sure, Lawrence, you feel the same way. And if we've got any aspiring authors out there, if, if, you know, if you've listened to the shows and you've read the books, and if you have a message and you want to be a co-author in the next book, then reach out to me or reach out to Lawrence personally, and we'll show you how to go about we'll uh, get you started we'll let you we'll help you take your first steps and you know point you in the right direction so that your name could be in the next book and you could be right here on this show and we can be interviewing you and um that's all i've got lawrence do you have any parting words before we get on out of here well i'll just throw this out there i'd be willing to write everyone's first sentence for them for their chapter. So, you know, just to give them a start, I'm totally willing to do that. <laughs> no, perfect, Rich, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that help from Lawrence because just, just write your own chapter. Because I Lawrence, a chapter, I'm just going to get them started. Oh, goodness you know, by gracious. The, by the third, by the, by the third edit, they can throw my, my sentence out. So Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, like I said, <laughs> go to go to the changebookseries.com, the website. If you're on Facebook, and I know you are, get in, join the public group. It's absolutely free. Get an opportunity to meet Jim and Jim and all the co-authors from around the globe. You get a chance to meet uh, Lawrence and myself. And if you want to learn more about us and how we can help you, then I'm going to recommend you go to our website, which is vortexmastermind.com. And on that website, you'll have the opportunity up in the top browser there. There's a little link for free training. And we've got three audio trainings that you can download and use them for yourself use them with your leadership team, your sales team, or just use them as another team training for your business. And those are absolutely free. There's free, there's three free downloads. And if you message us personally, we'll make sure that you get a couple other downloads that aren't open to the public, but you've got to contact Lawrence or contact me personally, and we'll be able to get you those exclusive downloads that aren't up for public consumption at the moment so that's all i've got and we want to thank you for tuning in right here at the change book radio show we're live 
every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, interviewing all the best co-authors from the entire series, and we're proud to serve you and have this great radio show. So on behalf of Lawrence Pipkin and myself, Rich Perry, and everyone at the Change Community, want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, and be excellent. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.